0: podcasting
1: you can listen on
2: the show. <laughs> hey Mutiny e- radio listener it is six o'clock that means it is time for happy hour the happiest hour of it stand-up open mic comedy before the seven o'clock outdoor mutiny radio show uh we're having our 34th outdoor show tonight since the beginning of covid yeah we've been doing this yeah we've been holding it down here at mutinyradio.fm i'm your host pam benjamin and yeah we've been having safe socially distanced comedy through the entire uh covid debacle so you're welcome but uh, tonight we have a great lineup for you here on the Happy Hour. We've got a bunch of comics here to entertain you. Before the outdoor show, we've got Mike Evans Jr., Noam Osband, Michael Chan, Hunter Uniac, Alessandra Valentini, and Felipe. Looks like starts with a G. G. Gogu Vega, maybe. Who knows? All the comics are going to be here in just a second to make you laugh and. I've been running some outdoor shows. We, I, Mutiny Radio just purchased a battery-powered PA. So we've been at Inchon Kajal Park at 17th and Folsom. That was the third time this week. At 4 o'clock, we're going to be showing up there, doing comedy outside for the people, because there's just not enough stage time. I need I need more stage time. Oakland's oh, time. It's a Oakland is tight. Hey, if you guys are looking for something to do every night of the week, there is the Lake Mike show in front of the Fairyland sign run by David Dominguez. He oftentimes has guest hosts, but it's still it's, it's, it's at the lake. It's beautiful. The sun goes down over the water, and people make you laugh. So that happens every night of the week, too. Check that out in front of the sign at Fairyland. Also, hey, there's reservations available for the next two Wednesdays. The 28th and the 4th, Mutiny Radio co-produces a show with Aciento. We're on the same block here at 21st Street. We're on 21st in Florida. They're on 21st and Bryant in a beautiful parklet. Delicious food, a wonderful time, dinner and a show at Aciento. Reserving your table is free for the show. And you just have a delicious meal under the stars in their beautiful parklet in front of their gorgeous, spacey mural. And we make you laugh with Mutiny Radio Comedians. So check that out, please, for the next two weeks. It's sold out every week, so get your reservations early because it's an exciting time. All right, hey, keep listening to Carne Cruda. They're a, a local Oakland band, and this is called Oakland's Type. It's an old thing, and we're gonna listen to it a little bit more until we get started here. All the comedians are going to be inside, but we're not going to have more than 11 people in the building as per COVID regulations. Everyone will be wearing a mask. We've got socially distanced chairs inside and mic condoms for all the people. So I'm super excited. We're going to get started in like two shakes of a lamb's tail. Thanks again. My name is Pam Benjamin. I'm going to be your host this evening, all evening. All right, we're chilling.
0: puzzling am MC
2: I suppose I should toot my horn for just a second. Uh, on Halloween night, check me out at the five, seven, or nine o'clock show at the Tiki Bar in Sunset. Check out Hella Funny for show times on the 31st. I'm going to be dressed as Slutty Dora the Explorer. Yeah. <laughs> There are 10 chairs inside. That's exactly as many people as we can have inside. Please leave your masks on until you go up on stage. There's mic condoms. They're plastic bags. They're on stage for you, for your safety. If you brought your own microphone, that's great, too. If you brought your own mic condom, that's also awesome. I haven't used this many condoms since 1997, so wow. (laughs) We're really doing it here at mutinyradio.fm. All right, your first comedian of the night is here in the building, I think. Hey, is he, gnome? are you here? Are you you ready? Or Gary, you want to go up? You didn't sign up, but we got to get started. Gary, you want to go up? You didn't sign up, but we got to get started and you're here. Hey. All right, everybody, put your hands together. It's Gary Hughes.
3: I'm feel like I'm about to eat pussy for the first time. But I
2: don't no, know. You gotta open up the bag. Open I know, I know. open just, up the bag. It's man. not a dental dam. Come on,
1: man. <laughs>
2: Dental dams from Planned to Parenthood. To Give it up. I'm Give it up. There you go. Everybody. Yo. Gary Hughes. I was
3: already. Yeah. You can hear all these jokes I did earlier. <laughs> all right. Here it goes again. I'm just <laughs> it's, like, it's like watching 85 South show when they be having too many chains on and nobody tells them that their mic is being interfered with. They just talk. DC Young Fly just talking in his chains. <laughs> You're like, oh, man, this sounds terrible. Or battle rap, never mind, that's battle I won't touch it. <laughs> all right, thanks guys. Um, all right, what we're experiencing right now is called dead air, right? <laughs> but my girlfriend calls it quality time. And you know, it's a pretty sweet thing. We don't always have to talk when we're together, Gary. We can listen to each other's heartbeats or something. All right. Yeah, it's your birthday, babe. Whatever you want to do. No problem. Let's do it. Oh, man. Life has been interesting. I got a job. Recently got a job. All right. <laughs> I could say anything. And you guys would believe it. you know what I mean? That's the cool part about doing comedy is trust. Like, like your trust is like at an all time high, your accountability like people like really just trust you right away. It's pretty interesting. <laughs> it's a fun thing to do. Uh, what's up with uh? So all these white Disney kind of shows, you guys really or those movies like you guys really love food fights. I realize. you guys are a huge fan of food fights. That's a big part in your scripts. It's like a, is it a food fight in the middle? It's like you know, uh, was it High School Musical? Food fight? Is there a food fight in the middle? Let's do it. There's no black movies where there's food fights. I can't think of one. Did you? could you think of one? I can't think of one. Any minority films where they just we're just throwing food at each other? Free lunch It's like yo. My dad just left my family. I'm so happy to have this free lunch. I don't have time to throw it at my homie. Yeah, I know it's nasty, but still, it's free lunch. <laughs> so it's yeah, it's pretty interesting. It's pretty ridiculous. Uh, I do have what they call Haha's. Let me get my laughing taffy. Where's it at? This is, uh, you know, Da Vinci wrote Pig Latin just so people didn't, he wrote it backwards so people wouldn't get his jokes, so I kind of write with my opposite hand just to make sure nobody would steal my tags. so it's so hard for me to read sometimes. Um, <coughs> I'm waiting for, uh, there's great stereotypes everywhere right, uh, you drive a van, stereotype, you dress a certain way, stereotype, you race, you act a certain way, slim, shady haircut, stereotypes, right, They're everywhere, I'm waiting for them non-binary stereotypes, those will be fun, <laughs> you know, you'd be like, yo, non-binary people take long lunch breaks, <laughs> they just take long lunch breaks, it's just something simple, but it's just like, you know, non-binary people are quite sensitive, so they'd be like, what, you talking about me? You know, it's so hard to go out to dinner with them, go out to eat with them, because they can't decide on what to get, among other things. Uh It takes a long time for their drink orders as well, you know. All right, that's a stab at non-binary people. (laughs) Yeah, no one's, (laughs) no one's safe. I'm like Kendrick in control. No one's safe. (laughs) Nobody is safe at all. I I hate missing dog posters around the city. There's a lot of them. not a fan of missing dog posters. It's just only thing because it reminds me of like old slave posters. Those are like where it started. Like slave, runaway slave, they put a poster up. Or a drawing up. So I always rip them down. I'd be like, let them be free, man. You know what I mean? <laughs> they left for a reason. They left for a reason. Leave them dogs alone. Who dog wants to... I wanted to own some dogs, but then I had like... <laughs> Turns out I can't take care of pets. I... So... Late September last month, I bought some ant farms, like two of them, and I've never had any pets of my own, right? And it came with fifty ants, and not even a month later, about like fifty of the ants, or about forty five of them, are dead, right? They're, they're dead, and my homie was like, "Yo, just let the other five free." So I like went outside, I just opened the ant farm, and I let them go, and I was like, I feel so, I feel like Abraham Lincoln. I was like, I feel like I'm doing my civic duty. To uh, gang other things uh, emotionally, you know, I feel bad. I feel re- pretty good about it. There are four different <laughs> McDonald's. Never mind. I'm done with this. Now there are four different types of McDonald's, right? Uh, There's one with a uh, white staff, one with a black staff, Hispanic staff, Asian staff, and one day I'm going to have a huge punchline for that. <laughs> My name is Gary Hughes. Thank you so much. Appreciate it, pal.
2: Gary. So um, you put the plastic bags in that other plastic bag that's um, attached to the wall because I use those for pot treats later because you only slobbered on the outside, not the inside. So I'm gonna use those for cat food and cat. Those are real plastic bags. I'm actually hoping to invest in some compostable bags so that we can COVID compost your next comedian. He's an amazing human being. He's a writer, he's a hilarious comic. You're gonna love him. Put your hands together for Mike Evans, Jr.
1: Hello.
4: God, (laughs) that sound is crazy. Two black comedians back to back, how many times you're gonna get that at Mutiny Radio, right? Clap it up for that. Just had to shout that out real quick. Um, Okay, so one of the first things that happened to me during quarantine was I caved on the no paying for porn thing instantly. It was like, uh, I think Pornhub Premium was free for like the first week when we all thought the pandemic was gonna be like two weeks and everyone was like, oh, that's sick, like free porn for a little bit. And then they cut that shit short. At first they were all on all of our sides and they were like, nah, no, 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 we need y'all to pay for this shit again. So I didn't pay for that, but I started paying for OnlyFans, which is one of the biggest ripoffs I've ever encountered. Like, OnlyFans is cool because it's like, you know, there's girls that I used to go to high school with. I'm like, oh, I, you know, I never had a chance with you, but now I can see you naked, so this is kind of cool. <laughs> right? I can support your dreams, I think that's what I'm doing, right? Uh, but the only thing about OnlyFans is that it's the only streaming service that doesn't give you a preview first. So you don't know what the fuck you're buying, right? And that's kind of fucked up. Like, can I get like a free trial? Can I see what your nipples look like? <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just something. And I, I just, I just it's not worth it at all. Not at all. Other thing is, uh, I guess, with quarantine, is these masks. Anybody over here just, if you ever, like eating pussy and then put a mask on and then your face just smells like pussy for the rest of the day? No, anybody? Yeah, everyone's not. A yes, absolutely. A all right, that's oof. That is, it is rough. <laughs> you can't really hide it because before you could eat pussy and go to church, no problem. But now, well, there's no church now <laughs> <'Cause> <laughs> because we're all gonna die soon. Anyway, um, what else? I was watching the debate last night. Unfortunately, don't know why I was watching it. Like it was gonna change how I feel about either of the candidates, right? Um. I feel like the major difference, though, between the candidates is, of course, the supporters. Like, I feel like it's rough because Biden has smart supporters and Trump has stupid supporters. Like, so we care about lying on this side and shit, you know? And that's, I mean, (laughs) I mean, it just, it sucks for Biden. I wish Biden could go up there and be like, fuck everybody. Like, I'm going to, I'm going to free everyone from jail and just be fucking crazy. But I don't know. I don't feel like Trump is using his dumb supporters in a way that he could. I mean, he did the bleach thing, right? Which I thought I was like, wow, he's gonna do the Jim Jones thing. He's gonna just have all the supporters commit suicide. That's that's crazy. Like, I wish I was so famous to where I'm famous when my supporters are stupid, so I could be like, hey, everybody, just try sucking your own dick right now. Like, just see if you could try. I honestly feel like at a Trump rally, if he asked them to do that, they would, you know, they would give it a try. Where'd my phone go? Uh, it's over there god damn it yeah those are my jokes <laughs> over there god damn it <laughs> feeling all happy thanks appreciate it yeah head is a head is a funny thing i've been trying to get my girlfriend to give me better head since <laughs> corona started and trying new things i'm like hey you know we're in this for the long haul apparently so you, you got to get better at something you know uh I feel like you can tell a lot about head. I don't know what it is about like uh, about trauma in head. I feel like the girls, I, I'm just, I, there's a connection there. Like Girls who give me the best head, they don't have the best relationship with their dads. I don't know what it is about arguing with your parents that teaches you how to suck a dick, but there's a connection there. I mean, even with like eating pussy, like me, I, I was really good at eating pussy because my dick game was horrible. It was atrocious, like, like uh, fucking erectile dysfunction. Out of this world, so I got really good at eating pussy. It's no, no real punchline, it's just, just some truth. <laughs> right? You know, uh, <laughs> I feel like, you know, beating a child is not good, right? But um, <laughs> I do feel like child abuse has led to some of the best superstars, like Michael Jackson. Like, do you think Joe Jackson was like training his you know, training his family to be boxers at first, and he was like, wait, you niggas can sing? (laughs) I just feel like one day he told Michael Jackson, he's like, you know, one day I'm going to slap the black off of you. (laughs) Good night, everybody.
2: Mike Evans Jr., everyone! (laughs) Hooray! And then yay! All these people are going to be famous someday. So I'm so glad that you're listening to Mutiny Radio.fm in the happy hour because you just watch out for Gary Hughes and Mike Evans Jr., both amazing writers and lovely people. Your next comedian, he's got a, like a tiny guitar. I think they call it like it's a dip, it's not a ukulele. It's like a it's like a guitar for a child. Uh, put your hands together everybody for Nome Osborne. <laughs>
1: Friends, friends,
5: I am not a religious man, at all. However, if I was going to be a religious person, right, it seems to me like the God who'd be the easiest to hang out with, the one who would just be really laid back, right, is is Jesus i am not christian i am jewish right i don't have a bone in this fight but jesus seems he seems laid back right compared to other gods that it could be compared to yahweh compared to shiva jesus is pretty laid back far be it for me to tell the catholic church how to do their thing okay in fairness there's certain things i could tell it to do or not to do as it were but i i have a, a song I have a song that I think if I was a Catholic missionary, I I would, I would try to get my flock this way. There is a line that repeats, it's a line that encapsulates, I think, a lot of what's attractive about Christ. Again, to be clear, I don't have a bone in this fight. I am not Catholic at all, but I just appreciate a good God when I see one, right? Ain't no bloke I'd rather take a toke with than Hippie Headed high by Jesus. He puffed, past, pass, always share his stash, Hippie Headed high by Jesus. He'd be so concerned with the munches that we yearn for, Hippie Headed high by Jesus. Dying on what wishes, eating up loaves and fishes with Hippie Headed high by Jesus. Now, come on, people, was he a hippie? Yes. Did he have long hair? Maybe. Was he hot? Come on, you've seen those photos. Blonde hair, blue eyes, washboard abs. You can sing along. Oh, there ain't no dude. I'd rather take a road trip cruise with than hippie-headed Hop by Jesus. He'd stay good to drive, let me drink cold 45. Hippie-headed, how about Jesus? And if we cross their lines and some cop finds out wet lines, then Hippie-headed, how about Jesus? Oh, Christ would never snitch, because Christ, he ain't no bitch that Hippie-headed, how about Jesus? I mean, be serious. Just think about it, right? Just be rational. Which other deity is nearly as sexy as Christ Jesus? Right, come on. For what it's worth, I'm straight, but I know a good stomach when I see one. Which other God is nearly as sexy? Allah? I don't know what he looks like. That's the point, right? Yahweh? Come on. Yahweh definitely is like an angry old abusive man with a long nose hair and ears that need to be shaved as well. Buddha, now to be fair, if that's your thing, that's cool. That's great. It's It's not mine. You know what my thing is? I'm attracted to the abs of Christ Jesus. Oh, there ain't no god quite like my padre. Hippie-headed, high by Jesus. Objectively, sexiest deity. Hippie-headed, high by Jesus. He died for our sins, but before you hit the gym, hippie-headed, high by Jesus. Come on, don't be a punk, go i wash up the hunk, that hippie it up by Jesus? Now, to be clear, to be clear, if you're not into men, Christianity's great because it gives you options. Oh, I'm attracted to the ladies who wear blue, hot to try Fox and Mary. Oh, her looks would a lost She kept herself pure Hot to try Foxy Mary Mother of God But she had a hot bite Hot to try Foxy Mary she get down on her knees Good Lord, she was a tease Had to try Foxy Mary Oh, I. Church is only two days away Thank you very much, thank you Yay. very much No, I'm no, 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 no.
2: husband. Yay. And uh, everybody, you can take your plastic bags and stick them in this plastic bag that's on the wall because I will reuse them for cat treats. Your next comedian, put your hands together, everybody, for Michael Chan.
0: Yo me voy con mi mujer hasta donde cualquier cosa puede suceder. Que yo me voy para la pulga.
5: El flea flima quien ensuaba me. Well, you can find cualquier concitar me
6: que un live con This is my first stand-up in a uh, very long time. I'm normally a writer. So bear with me. This might be a little bit rough. The, uh, The holidays are coming up, so everyone's about to get really mad at Walmart again for saying Happy Holidays instead of Merry Christmas. But I love when people get mad at restaurants and chains and corporations like that because they don't get mad for the right reasons. My favorite restaurant and chain is Cracker Barrel, because it's the only restaurant with a racial epithet in its name. What's next, N-Words Pasta Hut? I'm kidding, I'm kidding, sort of. I love racial slurs in the PC era, because most of them are gender neutral, which makes them pretty cool if you're a San Francisco Democrat. Now, for the greatest transition in the history of comedy, because I have to do this joke before SNL butchers it tomorrow. There was a guy at New York Times and uh, CNN who got caught jerking off on a Zoom call. I've been on five Zoom calls in my life, and I still have yet to masturbate in front of a camera. So I think either I'm a great journalist, or I'm awarded the title of the world's second horniest journalist. Now, he claims it was an accident, and he didn't know that his camera was on the first thing i do when i pull my pants down and open up an incognito tab is look if the indicator light is on is my fbi agent gonna see this um i used to date a porn star which was really cool at the time until she'd come home and talk about how great a day she had at work do you guys remember like 2014 there was that viral video of that lady talking about how she could get her man off with a grapefruit how American is that that we have so much food that we can use it for sexual favors you know where they don't have that luxury Uganda no guy is sitting around saying hey baby you want to stick a bunch of American hunger relief foundation rice into my urethra tonight there's a b- I, I was listening to the radio the other day, and there's this band called Wild Cherry. They did that song, Play That Funky Music, White Boy. One, I'm not taking any life advice from a band of four white guys. Two, they elaborate with, Play That Funky Music Till You Die. I'm not going to sit on stage and play a groovy, walking bass line until I die. That's some Mike Pence give the gays the electric chair death sentence. <laughs> you know how I'd rather die? Through people injecting enough World Relief Hunger Foundation rice into my urethra. Thank you. I'm Michael Chan. This has been my time.
3: Stolen 10 speed with a bit of luck.
2: Yay. Yay, Michael Chan. Hey, you did exactly four minutes. Uh, or no, you I was, you did exactly three minutes. I was okay. just about to light you, so uh, thank you. Good job. Michael Chan, yay! Your next, Comedians, is one of my favorite people, not just because he's hilarious, but also because he's saved my life. Put your hands together, everybody, for Hunter Uniac.
7: What's up, guys? Uh, my name's Hunter Uniac, a little bit about me. Current tweaker. My mom's a former coke addict, and I'm a raging alcoholic, which means my parents have to be proud of me. That's fun. I, uh, my first job, uh, my dad was my boss. You guys ever like work with your father? Who's your boss? Yeah. For those of you that don't know what it's like, let me give you an idea. You ever get fired and grounded on the same day? <laughs> Fucking suck, dude. I lost my allowance, but I gained severance pay. It's pretty cool. I do like working construction. Like I used to work in fast food, food service for a very long time. But my favorite part about working construction is nowhere in my job description does it require me to give you your house with a fucking smile. You know what I mean? Like there's no HR in construction. You know, like you can't call into HR and be like, hey, your worker assaulted me. You know what? He put a roof over your head, he's allowed to beat you. Fuck I'm turning into my father. That's horrible. Anybody who's ever been abused gets it. That's crazy though. All right, so I just had a mental breakdown for a little bit. Let's do this. It's really hard It's really hard being white. It is. It is. Fuck you guys. Stick with me. It is, dude. Like, you know how hard, like how bad of a job minorities make as stepping stools? That's really fucked up, dude. Like, I'm, I'm, not, I'm, like, I'm not saying being white is not based off your skin color. It's a mentality. You know, like, you want to know the white mentality? Like, you're having a movie, watch a movie with your friend, and there's a last, like, pizza bite going on there and you're like you they offer to you offer to them and they're like no don't worry I'm a fucking vegan I don't know I um the most productive thing I've done all COVID is I got a new couch yeah yeah me the best thing uh, the most productive thing I've done in COVID is just find a better place to rest my depression uh-huh. you know worst part is I didn't pay for the couch my best friend got to me because he broke up his girlfriend and took all the furniture. Yeah, the thing that brings me the most joy in life right now is just like comes from the soul-crushing defeat of another per human being. It's amazing. I'm fucking up this joke. I don't care. We're gonna power through. So, you guys ever fart on failure? Feels exactly like pleather. Um, I just found out my uh, my chemistry teacher from a sophomore year in high school died. Right, so that sucks. And like when he d- passed away, I found out he's a gay porn star. He was a former gay porn star. That's crazy, dude. Like, I went down this gay porn star rabbit hole. Just like, watch stuff. You know how weird it is to text all your all your high school friends who you haven't met, you haven't talked to in like eight years, saying like, hey, can you help me solve this gay porn riddle? It's fucking horrible, dude. Like, COVID 2020 has been a shitty year. We lost the guy that played um, Jackie Robinson. We lost the gay porn star. Wait, the guy who played Jackie Robinson was also the guy who played Black Panther. We lost a lot of dick this year. I don't know. I don't know. Hey, do you guys think Hulk Hogan looks like Thor if he was on bath salts? (laughs) Fuck yeah. You guys going to vote this election? Good, good. A little fun fact about voting. You know California state law allows you two hours paid break to go and vote for work, you know? I worked two jobs last election. What I did is I told my first boss, like, hey, towards the end of my shift, I need two hours paid break to go and vote. And then immediately after I left work, I called up my second boss. I was like, hey, I need two hours paid break to go and vote. Neither job knew about the other job, but both jobs definitely didn't know I mailed my ballot in ten days ago. (laughs) Fuck yeah, people. That's my time. Keep it going for Pam Benjamin, everybody.
2: Hunter Uniac! Taking his time from the man. Exactly as you should. And everybody really should vote. Uh, I'm not going to tell you how to vote. But I'm going to tell you not to vote for Trump because he's a pile of dog shit. Yay! Pile of dog shit! Uh, your next comedian, she actually did the anti-Trump.com commercial that we play here on the station. Put your hands together, everybody, for Alessandra Valentini! <laughs>
8: Good everyone. Uh, if you don't know, I am Italian, you know, and uh, yeah, I am, and I, um, we in Italy, we're pretty famous for good food, you know, good pasta. We, we also have uh, brought you something called fascism with Mussolini. <laughs> I don't know if you remember that guy, Mussolini. Before that, the Roman that brought the whole empire agenda all over, all the way here. So if you thought that you live in a fascist country, let me tell you, we got some experience in Italy. We do have really experience. You actually do. You live in a fascist country for a long time. It was smeared in the fake democracy of freedom to be enslaved to the corporate and the capitalist world. You know what I mean? I know, is it too real too soon? You know, that's why I'm single. My mom always said, me, you talk too much. You know, I'm like, hey, what the heck? Anybody else single here? Hey. Yes. Give it up for the single fuckers. Yay. You know, you know what I like about being single? I, I like to hear my friends saying older sexy stories or see them making out at a party while I'm there alone eating shit. You know, the worst part is when I hear those women like, but being single is nice. All you need is your toys. I'm like, bitch, you sound like one of those vegans that wants to be vegan. But then they go and buy all those substitute products at the grocery store, like substitute meat. I'm like, bitch, that might taste good, right? But it still ain't meat. Just like your toys still ain't cock. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. They might last longer. Uh-huh. They actually do, but they. <coughs> My phone is ringing. Uh huh. Yeah. Pro- so, you know, one other part I really uh, understand that I really love to be single is when guys like tell me that they want to sleep together. And I'm like, dude, we just had sex. And you also want to sleep together? Do you know how I sleep at night? Do you know how I even look at night? I look like Voldemort, and I sleep like a crucifix. Oh. Like <laughs> no, <yeah. laughs> my daughter is testimony. I look like Voldemort, and I sleep like a crucifix. I guarantee you. So you know I can't sleep with somebody. You know I, I need one of those beds. You know, like not the California King because. Who ever met a fucking California king? Anybody ever met a California What the fuck? Why not, you know, I want an emperor, bad. Like <laughs> actually, no, a supreme leader. I want the supreme leader, bad, yes. Yeah, a bed so big that you have to text each other in the morning, find out they're still in bed. I just say, hey, you fucking woke me up. Bring me a coffee with an Uber, please. Anyway, I met this uh, guy one time when we still had bar open and he's like, ah, you're hot. And I'm like, yeah, okay. He's like, do you want to work for me? I'm like, ah, what do you got? I have an agency. What kind? An escort agency. I'm like, oh, are you a motherfucking pimp? An online pimp? Molo, you know, do you not have kids? Well, you know, a lot of sex workers have kids. Do you know, do you even offer childcare? What about dental yeah. And are you going to hire both of us? <laughs> because Bella here... Actually, I would go here without the mic. But Bella here is my partner. We work in pair. We're a whole package. We do threesomes, but our rates are
9: doubled.
8: Uh, hey, guys, thank you. Give it up for Mutiny Radio. <laughs> Bye.
2: Y- yay! All the Teaching us about fascisms, yes. Italian futurism is real. She is the future. Uh, You can tell by, if you figure out the uh, hieroglyphics on her head, she actually tells the future. That's actually, she's like a Ouija board. You just gotta get her drunk and then woo! She'll tell you your future and your past. Your next comedian, I think I'm gonna pronounce his name right, but I have no idea. It's Felipe (laughs) Guevara! The
10: ring of fire. Hi, everybody. What's up? This is very really interesting. I haven't done comedy in a long time, so bear with me. I'm going to have a mental breakdown on stage, but I probably just—so I'm not homeless. I'm a film, trying to be a filmmaker, so I'm technically almost homeless. Um, attempting to just document things out there. Um, how's everybody doing? COVID shit's pretty crazy, right? Really. I can curse out here. Right? I can say like, that it's just. Oh yeah, yeah. Um. Yeah. It's been tough. I haven't done this in a while. I haven't really planned this out. Everybody just write notes on their phone, like schizophrenics, fucking people. Just like, oh, I'm going to tell people jokes and just want to relate to stuff that's going on, I guess. Oh, I just want to connect. You guys like rock and roll?
1: Yeah.
10: What's the first band you guys ever saw? Santana. Sick. Journey. Nice. Yeah. Uh, if you guys like, uh, um, the first band I saw was a great one. I, I was a very cute kid and, and it was like, um, I used to skateboard. I skateboard a lot. I used to hang out in front of Chuck E. Cheese first band I saw was the Chuck E. Cheese band. I don't know if you guys have seen the Chuck E. Cheese band, but uh, they're, they're really going to take over. Even before Terminator and those robots and everything, they discovered how to put little mice into little machines and play you beautiful melodies. And uh, there's cheese pizza and ski ball, and you can't really go unattended to a Chuck E. Cheese, so I, I met a lot of uh, weird old men when I was younger. It's, uh, it's probably the, sober, the soberest relationship I've ever had. I was uh got a little famous for a minute. Uh, I was on the side of a milk carton, Anybody it was like before Instagram and stuff is weird time but yeah that that was great uh just got into oh there's my buddy uh, yeah hey buddy um so yeah like I I guess I'm trying to talk about sober relationships right what are weird ones uh, anybody feel like you just pour booze all over every fucking date you've ever had and and just hope it works like you know you just go let's go what are we gonna do today oh, let's just uh, get a drink. You know, it's weird. The pitfalls of those things are when you, uh, I mean, the males in this crowd can understand. The the whiskey dick, we call it whiskey dick, right? Yeah, Yeah. it's not a self-defense mechanism, is it? It's a weird action that happens between reactions between people with interactions. Those are really weird ones. But you guys ever felt like maybe it happened for the right reasons? Like maybe you'd you plant it out because you don't like see animals in the zoo going to the watering hole and like yeah let's go to Chili's get some margaritas and some ch- you know they just go to the water hole they fucking can yeah do great things but we're out here um yeah now the whiskey dick pit that was great now it's fucking horrible let me go back to like let's talk about you and porn stars and stuff right you dated a porn star right yeah. that's cool that. yeah I dated a porn star's roommate which was <coughs> weird because she quit porn, and um, it was weird because there's a whole duality, she's having a great time, one's just fucking me, and the other girl's fucking, like, the Terminator one day, and the pizza, everything was everything, like she did the pizza delivery guy, she did everything, and it was an amazing thing, and it's, like, it's kind of hard, it's, like, if you date a girl, and you're, like, oh, it's, like, I found a sex tape of her, no, there's, like, a whole website, link, everything, all these things, but, like, you know, she just wants to cuddle up with somebody at the end of the day that it's us, and uh, it's sad. And I'm just staring at you, just thinking about how how much I'm bombing because I haven't done this in a long time. I'm slowly crumbling. Um, Do I have any more jokes? I have a minute left, right? Hmm. Should I just awkwardly breathe for a minute? No, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to let loose a little bit for the last 30 seconds here. Thanks for putting up with me, attempting to be funny. I think we're all attempting to be funny, but it's a great thing that we all do this. So thank you.
2: Felipe Um Peter I'm just going to move you on to the actual show At 7 o'clock if that's okay Also Luke Moore I'm just going to give you 5 at the top of that show So right up next right now Is one of our favorite people in the whole world What a joy and wonderment he is Put your hands together for Mark Neuer 209 pitch
11: Hey Muni Raider, How you guys doing? <laughs> I'm doing spectacular. Hey, I did that recently. I, I came up like that cuz I went after the show. It's like, hey, I've been to Stockton. I know Stockton. I went to rehab in Stockton. I was like that's like going to the Epstein's Island to s- <laughs> to stop fucking kids. You're not going to accomplish what you went what you're seeking out to do. I don't mean to burst your bubble it is gonna be in rehab looking out the window like I want to steal bikes too what I wouldn't give to break into that car for some dope right now Jesus Christ I don't understand when people come out and they say they're porn addicts I understand alcoholism don't drink around me you know what I mean you want me to stop jerking off in your bathroom It's my time, motherfucker. It's for me, you know. Deal with your problems on your time. I just don't get it. So, you know. I don't communicate very well with other people. I don't know why. I think I'm fucking spectacular, but I don't know the whole communication. So I've created two lists. I have a love list, and I have a hate list, like any good white man. I'm going to kill myself, it's fine. Um, I have a love list and I have a hate list. I've conco- concocted that for, for you guys, so uh, love or hate? Love. I love vegan pussy. So good. So good. It's amazing. It's so good. It tastes like mango white claw. Tremendous. It's fucking <laughs> exceptional. Absolutely phenomenal. The tangerine, oh my God. It's just fantastic. Unfortunately, vegan pussy has Mark Neuer on its hate list. just one of those things let me translate love list I love vegan dick so good (laughs) so good it's like amazing it tastes like it tastes like IPA you know what I'm saying it's just so good this is so good the hops you know the hops it turns me into a rabbit you know just hopping around Ah, he's got zingers I'm a fucking professional okay they have mic condoms. Normally, with things this large, I don't put condoms on them. <laughs> Bam! Is it the cocaine? No! It's the Adderall. It's my medication. Love or hate? Oh, I fucking hate vegans. Can't stand them. Absolutely the worst. It's more of the impossible posse. Have you heard of this? The impossible posse? Have you heard of this? The impossible posse? No, no one. Have you guys heard of the... No, the Impossible possible? There's people that say the Impossible Burger is real, it's better than the real possible thing. You haven't heard of these people? Oh, my God. They're fucking incredible. It's like saying you prefer pocket pussy over real pussy. That's just fucking crazy to me. I feel like that should be Impossible Burger's target audience. It's just the fleshlight customers. <laughs> Vegans, man. They got Impossible Burgers. They got Impossible Nuggies. They have Impossible Pussy. We just went over that. They have Impossible Dick. That's just a cucumber. I mean, they just vegans I fucking hate them they ruin everything (laughs) I just can't do anything love or hate hate Hate. fucking hate sexual identity can't stand it myself maybe it's just because I'm ignorant I don't understand the term sexual often identity Mark Neuer you know they're like no we mean your sexual orientation oh okay horizontal sometimes vertical if we're getting if we're getting freaky diagonal you know it just you never know with me I'm a wild card you know Anyways, I have problems, but that's okay. Who doesn't? Hey, my biggest problem recently is, uh, you ever eat so many chips, all you can taste is the pain? I've realized that scientifically, when you're supposed to stop eating Pringles is when your fucking hand no longer fits inside of the container, similar to my anus. Ladies and gentlemen, make it loud for your amazing host, the always amazing, the incredibly sexy, Pam Benjamin.
2: saw me do a costume change back here. I took off my uh, bra I'm, I'm and I put, I put on a 70s shirt. We have one last comedian on your open mic before we take a small break, put some chairs out and get ready for the seven o'clock outdoor show. Looks like people are already gathering, not gathering. Like we're allowed to gather now just six feet apart and everyone has to have masks. Okay, we're okay. Uh, your last comedian of the inside show. And again, there are never more than 11 people in here because safety is paramount. Everybody put your hands together for Joe Fontana. Oh, he brought his own mic. He's a fucking professional. Smart man. Check, check, check.
12: All right. What's up? Feels good to be in uh, California's best smelling city. Um... I gotta say, I, I don't come up here as often as I should, and uh, I'll remind you guys why. Uh, a couple days ago, I was walking on H Street and minding my own business, and all of a sudden, you just homeless guy wiping his ass on the sidewalk. And to me, I can't, it's not me, it's not my vibe. But it raised a question. the question. Rais- the question was, I wonder how much human shit is on the streets of San Francisco? So I did some research checked it out and did you know apparently about every 20 feet that you walk in San Francisco you'll find a piece of shit okay so I'm talking about shit <laughs> so uh, being the curious person that I am I decided to conduct my own experiment I walked approximately 20 feet from point A to point B found a trump supporter <laughs> piece of shit <laughs> uh, i know pam would like that one um but anyways yeah the san francisco is just one of the dirtiest places i'm sorry i don't know i don't know how you guys do it <laughs> um but anyways so guy earlier mentioned uh the presidential debates what do you guys think about that it's pretty uh very useful way to spend our time i'll tell you that holy shit um Yeah, I was watching that, and I was like, dude, to see the only two options that we have go back and forth like that was painful. It was like watching two senior citizens fight over who gets the last insurer. Like, oh my God, it was embarrassing. Um, But then on Twitter, I'll always see a bunch of guys tweet about how Trump is, by the way, by any means, I'm no Trump supporter, just so we're clear. Uh, I always see guys on Twitter talking about how Trump is poisonous human being, how he's the worst thing ever. I mean, really the worst thing ever? Like, have you had a hand job? Uh-huh. I mean shit. That's just as bad. Anyways, I'm not political, so I'm gonna steer away from that, but I uh dating has been really hard over the past couple of months, especially when you're five seven. It's tough. Dating is super subjective on dating apps. Girls have all these requirements. You have to be six foot. You have to have a full beard. You can't be ugly. So, I mean, my fucking parents set me up for failure right away, right out the gate. So here we are. Check, check, check. But then I look at all my friends and some are getting engaged. Some are having kids, and I'm over here just fucking jerking off every night. But I, I'm pretty impressed with myself, though, because I'm a 24-year-old Mexican that doesn't have a kid yet. And <laughs> that's pretty rare. I mean, we're usually having kids by 16. Um, like, seeing a Mexican that's 24 years old without a kid is about as rare as seeing a Mexican selling churros at a Trump rally. You're just not going to see it. Uh, so anyways, yeah, dating's been, uh, dating's been shitty. Um, But here's the thing, girls have all these requirements. Me, I'm a pretty simple guy when it comes to what I'm looking for. Like I don't have all these requirements, but I like Latinas. So when I tell them that the only thing that I won't put up with is hot Cheeto fingers, I get jumped by all 30 of her cousins. (laughs) Yes, a little ice? (laughs) I'm just kidding, it's a Mexican joke. All right, I'm done, thank you. (laughs)
2: own mic alright uh, I'm going to put on some commercials and I'm going to set up the outside we're going to have an outdoor show socially distanced everyone will wear masks it'll be safe as houses uh, but enjoy all of these mutiny radio commercials while I get it all set up friends here we go
13: are you tired of swimming through a sea of podcasts are ye on a raft without a patter MutinyRadio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit-faced McRat.
1: <laughs>
14: As the world gets wackier and less predictable in every way, it is more important than ever for us to all remember our roots. We wouldn't be here today if our ancestors hadn't had the capacity and the skills to take care of themselves and their communities using the resources in the natural world around them and their own two hands. My name is Wonia Thibault of Buckskin Revolution and Alone Season 6, and I started Buckskin Revolution not just to empower people with a wider range of skills to meet their basic needs, It involves pre-recorded classes, live interactive sessions, and online community learning support from both myself and your fellow students. The need for these skills has never been more pressing, and Buckskin Revolution is working hard to bring them to you. I hope you can join us.
2: Get connected with yourself and the world around you at BuckskinRevolution.com.
13: Billy Bob. That's what I'm saying. It's the Joke Workshop, Mondays, 6 to 8 p.m. at the Mutant Radius. Yahoo!
2: 4.99. Are the end times upon us? Not yet, my friends. Please, this is an impassioned plea from Pam Benjamin, the director of Mutiny Radio. Let us live past October. You think it's a joke? COVID is decimating all of us. And especially us here at Mutiny Radio. We have money left until October 1st. Don't let anyone sing despite of their size. Please, please go donate to our GoFundMe. Go to mutinyradio.fm and click that GoFundMe button or just go to Venmo. Mutiny Radio, all one word. Just Mutiny Radio. Give us five bucks. Help us keep free speech and radical self-expression real and alive here in San Francisco and all over the world. Please donate to our Mutiny Radio. Go fund me and keep us alive in 2020 and beyond. Don't let our world end.
8: Italian and we brought you fascismus with Mussolini and before that, the Romans. So if you think you live in a fascist country, well you do. Antitrump.com is the antivirus to the Trump virus. It started in 2016 with two sketches and a dream for a better America. No one thought it would be this bad. He was a 70-year-old yammering nimrod. How bad could it possibly be? We are now in a global pandemic without adequate leadership. Individual politics are not important. We need to rally behind curing the Trump virus. Go to antitrump.com.
2: Hey you, poetry reader, this is Björk's sister, Mjörk. It's okay, we also have a soul and a weekly poetry reading on Mutiny Radio's AltaCast, zoomed every Wednesday at high noon from Glasgow, Scotland. One of our co-hosts from Choose Poetry, Choose Life, Andy Talbot, has a new poetry chapbook, Old Wounds, new skin which is available at analogsubmission.com now go buy it and don't let the poets lie to you once again that's andy talbot's new poetry chapbook old wounds new skin available at analogsubmission.com <laughs>
0: a podcast and you can listen on the go. San Francisco Mutiny Radio. San Francisco Mutiny Radio. Mutiny Radio dot FM. Why not make a donation? Mutiny
1: Radio dot
0: FM. Streaming live the station? Mutiny
1: Radio dot
0: FM district of the mission mutinyradio.fm mutinyradio.fm listen to live streaming radio or download a podcast and you can listen on the go san francisco mutiny radio san francisco mutiny radio look why not go to mutinyradio.fm Hit the donate button, stream them live, download a podcast, have some fun! San Francisco.
2: Here we are! Yay! Hi, friends! Yay! Take a socially distanced seat because we're about to get started. Oh, yeah! It's an outdoor show here at Mutiny Radio. I actually have a permit for this, if you can believe that. Hell, yeah, I've got a permit for it. Yeah, we're socially distanced. That's why, uh, hey, when you're out there, please wear a mask unless you're eating or drinking, and remember that uh, we're not a bar, so, you know, if it looks like a duck and quacks like a duck, we would have no ducks here, so make of that what you will. Hey, socially distanced seats, come take a seat. You can also grab your chairs and move them into pods where you feel comfortable around your friends if you're friendly like that. You can actually take those two chairs and those two chairs, and you can move them to get because obviously you guys are all together I don't know if you had an orgy last night or how that worked but an orgy with masks on is no fun right like you can't see I live in the tenderloin and a a gentleman the other day looked at me and he said girl show me that pretty mouth I'm like "Ah, I don't want to take down my mask you scare me why are we in the tenderloin I live there. I live in the Tenderloin. I used to be a nanny. I used to hang out with small children for money. That's the thing I used to do before COVID. And I used to play this game with small children in the Tenderloin. It was really fun. We'd hold hands and sort of like skip down the street, and when we saw a pile, I'd go "Manner beast, man or beast." What did I learn from a 4-year-old? If it's up against a wall, it's always man. <laughs> like How do they know physics at that young age? I am so impressed. Children, cutest ever. I don't have any kids. I don't want to have any kids because I love alcohol. Who loves alcohol? Yeah. Yeah, I'm a responsible adult. I decided not to have children because I love drinking. Yes. Had my first abortion in 1995. I have abortions older than most of you. Yes! 25 years ago, I had my first abortion. Only one regret about that first abortion. You know, I didn't have the kid. Uh, Well, because right now, I could be having sex with all of his friends. (laughs) Yeah, I could. Mr. Why did you just let go? All those 25-year-olds were belong to you. Maybe. (laughs) Oh. I'm so old. I just turned 46 a couple weeks ago, and I know that I'm super old because now I have to use my reading glasses to pack my bong. <laughs> I forgot that weed was so pretty, you know? All those crystals, trichomes, bicombs, whatever they are. I love them. Like to smoke them every morning, where my pot smokers at. Yeah, uh, 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 every morning, uh. It sometimes gets a little scary. Have you ever smoked so much weed that you forget how your shower works? (laughs) I've lived in my apartment for 13 years. I'm like, it's hot, it's cold. What is going on here? It's like airbnb in my own home, you know? Costs a lot of money. Why is there cat litter on the floor? What is happening here? (laughs) Like, why... So many cats. Cat lovers, cat friends? Yeah, my cat people. Uh, uh, bow to your alien overlords with one paw, babies. Uh, uh, I love cats. I'm a crazy cat lady, but not in the way you think. I wanna take my cat and I wanna shave him. And I wanna knit a sweater out of his fur. And then I wanna make him wear it. Because I'm a crazy cat lady. <laughs> cats, cats, cats. How many feminists does it take to screw in a light bulb?
1: <laughs> cats, 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 cats.
2: Cats. <laughs> it's All the cats. I do. I love cats so much. I have, I have tarot card cat things. I have cats everywhere in my life. Uh, I've been alone recently. I'm a very lonely person, I'm very single, I'm very lonely, and I I thought, you know, that my neighbors, I thought I overheard them having sex, and I got kind of excited, I was like getting into it, and then halfway through, I realized it was just my cats play fighting in the other room, (laughs) surprisingly easy to finish, (laughs) my cats love each other, (laughs) they do, I have a boy cat and a girl cat. And I mean, the threesomes are weird because they're both fluffers. You know what I mean? They're just so fluffy. They just... One morning, um, I like to make a little kitty teepee with my knees, you know? And then they go underneath the blanket. And the other day, I like felt... So my cat was resting his head like on my pussy. So like a pussy was on my pussy. And nothing has ever felt so right. <laughs> like it was the best moment. I looked up from the sheets and I was like, oh, I love my cat. Yeah. And I know that my cat loves me because I was getting finger banged by this guy. And my cat didn't just sniff his fingers. He licked him. Meaning that my cat loves me. Or women really do taste like tuna. Either way, these aged purple lips are a fine sashimi. That's ahi, not albacore. None of that white shit. It is dark and purpled with age. I've been doing this. I've been messing around with myself for a long time. I don't know if you know what that looks like over time. I don't shave a lot. Um, I have so many pubes, it looks like I have a kitten in a headlock. Super cute. So fluffy. All right, let's get this started. Uh, We're going to have a bunch of five-minute sets at the top because uh, there wasn't enough time on the open mic, and we have incredibly funny people, and I'm so glad that you're all here. And our first comedian of the evening, do you want to take it? You're so funny. He's so funny. He just came back to us from New Hampshire, and he is amazeballs. Um, I love him so much. You guys are going to love him too. Put your hands together, everybody, for Peter. I don't know his last name yet, though, so I'm a jerk. Yay! I'll take mine off. I've never used this many condoms since 1997. You know what I'm saying?
15: (laughs) Alrighty. Um, Hey, here's a question Who do I have to vote for to fix the tenderloin? (laughs) Like, do they know it's broken or. Like, what if that's the issue? Like, what if they just don't know? Um, by the way, can you tell that I'm wearing two fitness trackers? (laughs) It's not because I'm, like, sporty, okay? Like, the other day, I had to Google how to wear baseball caps if you're gay. So, like, the only balls I know how to handle are stuck between the legs of some confused college kid named Brian. Um... Yes, I'm gay. I don't date fat men. All right, we're body positive here tonight. <laughs> I heard you loud and clear on that one. No, no, no. Like, it's nothing against, like, fat people. It's just that I had a bad experience with one guy, like, a while ago. Like, he was, go- he was really fat, and he was going through, like, a really intense diet. And look, like part of being a supportive partner is that when your significant other is going through something really challenging you are supposed to be there for them according to the article he sent me on buzzfeed after i called him chubby bunny (laughs) so i was like all right like why don't you just take a cheat day you know what i mean like let's call it like once every two weeks you just can cheat go back to the diet and you don't have to worry about the stress and um Yeah, I should have been a little more prescriptive about what I meant when I said he could cheat. When I said you could have a hot dog, I didn't mean you could blow Kyle. Um, yes, I am an overtexter in relationships. Does anyone else have this problem? It's not a good one to have, okay? Like, uh, for some reason, when I was in elementary school, I internalized that poster that says you miss 100% of the shots you don't take. And it never occurred to me that that could be about sports, by the way. Like, I just saw Alan Iverson on it. I was like, cool, I'm gay. Here we go. So, how that translates into my dating life is I'm constantly the one, like, you know what? You miss 100% of the dicks you don't try to suck. So, I am like trying to initiate the conversation, I'm trying to start the spark when there is not one. And it results in me sending a lot of messages that are unwanted, unwarranted, and just plain annoying, okay? In other words, I am like the AAA car insurance of gays. Like, here's your eighth membership offer for the month. I took the liberty of already activating the membership, putting a personalized number on it, and laminating to you forever. <laughs> but uh, when it comes time to actually call in those services, then it's like, ooh, you need support? Oh. That's not what this service is for. I don't know where you thought we'd help you. (sighs) All right, I have done this next bit like a million times here at Mutiny, but I thought of even more punches for it, so I'm going to lean into it anyway. Um, I just moved back, as Pam mentioned, so I'm setting up a new apartment, I've had to make a lot of trips to Home Depot, okay? And let me tell you, sending a gay man into a Home Depot is a hate crime. Do I seem like I know, hi, how you doing? Do I seem like I know what I'm doing in a Home Depot? Like I look like I invented the app to get rid of Home Depot, okay? I'm clueless in there. I'm like posing seductively on the bags of manure. Like, oh, I'm posing with the power drill like I'm in Charlie's Angels. I tried sticking it where I thought it went before a store attendant was like, sir, you do not put that up there. And this is the thing that sucks about Home Depot though, like that should be a gay man's spot. You know what I mean? Cause a Home Depot is like every gay for pay scene I have ever watched. Okay, the environment's like cold and dark and dungeony. There's scaffolding you can dangle off of like you're in Fantasia. And the men who work there are like rugged and scruffy and will clearly do anything for a paycheck. Hey, but flirting with them is useless, okay? Like, I'll go up to one of the store tenants and be like, I just love your skincare products. I love the way this bumpy paper makes my pores feel. <laughs> and they will stone face, be like, I think what you need is a 14-inch 8x2 plywood dimensional retainer beam. And I'm like, is this paint? <laughs> Like, I am just looking for one of them to plow me through that store in a wheelbarrow, okay? Like, give me the 14-inch retainer beam where it counts. And that's the image I'm gonna leave you with. Thank you, everyone. I'll
1: take you back.
2: Peter, you're amazing, yay! Aww. One time, um, I actually um, peed my pants in a Home Depot, but it was okay because I was wearing a skirt, so I just threw in my underwear in the little tampon box. <laughs> so that was a moment that I had at Home Depot. I had to go really... <laughs> it's where doers get things That's Hi, TJ! Hi! Hi, Bucky! Uh, is that not Bucky? Is that David? Is that... I can't tell. Everyone's masks. It's, it's so... I've never like not like I look at everyone's butts all the time, but now I can really spot a guy from like a hundred feet. I'm like I don't need to see their face. I I I know that butt. Cool. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> That's the beauty of feminism is finally we get to objectify equally. Like everybody said at the feminism, like, oh, yeah, feminism, stop objectifying women. And I'm like, no, (laughs) just objectify men equally. That's so much easier. Um, We have more chairs if you want to be socially distanced, unless you're cool about standing. And I'm glad that we're all, um, wear your masks unless you're eating or drinking, because the city gets mad at us, because we're all being safe. Yay, safety, safety first, yay. Like I said, I haven't used this many condoms since 1997, but they're Mike condoms, so it's a little bit different. I used to be married. I got my first STD from marriage. Sexually transmitted debt. That's what you get when you get married. Sexually transmitted debt. Did you not know about that? It's just a contract, ladies. You used to be worth like two goats and a cow. And now, what am I worth? I don't know. I'm a tax write-off at this point. Yeah! Hey, rich guys, you want a tax write-off? Mutiny Radio, let me tell you. It is a tax write-off. And uh, comedians, remember, uh, it's clean... No F swears because we have neighbors and um, children, and there's um, Mike condoms over here. They're plastic bags, and your next comedian, who's uh, gonna put it together for you. Yeah, you gotta, and it can't look like a duck or quack like a duck. We gotta. I'll find a bag for it. Put your hands together, everybody. He's a very, very funny young man. It's Luke Moore. Yay!
17: Hey, everybody. You know, this feels just as good. Just so y'all know. <laughs> uh, my name is Luke Moore. Uh, of course, that's just my stage name. My real name is Lucas Morris. <laughs> Had to change it. Um, actually, I—that's Lucas Morris is my fake real name. My real real name is... Actually, Lance Boyle. (laughs) But, you know, I had to change it. It was too Anglo. Um, Okay, that's my actual fake real real name. My real 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 name is Jesse Eisenberg. You may know me from Now You See Me. (laughs) And Now You See Me Too. Uh, It's good to be here. Um, you know, I was just making my way downtown, Faces Pass, uh, (laughs) you know, and whatnot. Homebound, making my way, making my way through the crowd. And that song, do y'all like Vanessa Carlton, Vanessa Carlton fans? Are we, okay. She's from here. She's from the city. So that's why I like that song, because it's, when she's saying making my way downtown, she's talking about San Francisco. And if you re-listen to the song... You'll be like, Oh yeah, that's definitely San Francisco. Cause like let me just remind you, the song goes like this. Uh, making my way downtown, and there's a guy shooting up heroin on the sidewalk. <laughs> 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 and then I accidentally step on some poop and I fall down and I uh get hit by the dirty needle. do <laughs> Get stabbed do I have AIDS now do do uh, there's hot cheeto throw up on the ground do 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 and now I'm homeless tonight um, yeah you know I just saw my first hot Cheeto throw up in like six months today so <laughs> I think we're getting back to normal Hot Cheeto throw-up, I'm sure you've seen it if you've been here in the city before. Hot Cheeto throw-up, it's a, it's a common occurrence on these streets. Uh, you know, the thing about Hot Cheeto throw-up is you never see a little bit of it. It's like, it's always the whole bag. I think that's why they threw it up, because they, cause they ate the whole bag. Because, you know, when you're eating Hot Cheetos, they're hot, and you, the only way to combat the heat is just to keep eating them, like, faster, and then I guess you just throw them up, but anyways, you know what I hate? Cultural appropriation just irks me. I don't like it when, if, if look, if, if it's not your group, if a group other than you made the phrase, made the, stu- the fashion, made the, you know, then just stay away from it. Right, like, don't appreciate a different group of people. Don't, don't hang out with a different group of people. <laughs> Just cultural appropriation is wrong. Like, uh, here's here's a cultural appropriation everybody does, and you don't even think about it. But everybody says, "Duh, duh," when something's really obvious. You say, "Duh." You know where duh comes from? Think about it. Duh, duh. Who says duh? People from Kentucky. That's where duh came from. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Folks, I'm just, these, (laughs) I'm having fun up here, I think. (laughs) Shit. Oh. Okay, you know what? That's it. That's all I I can remember. That's all I can remember.
2: Yay! I'll take your plastic bag. I'm keeping these plastic bags. That was Luke Moore. Yay! Luke Moore. I'm keeping the plastic bags because I'll put pot treats in those later. And like, cause they're only spitting COVID on the outside, not the inside, right? The inside is clandestine and that's important. There's some chairs. You guys can take the chairs and move them in any place that you want that feels socially distant, uh, from each other. Cause we're still doing that. Hi, people on your bikes that stopped by. That's so exciting. <laughs> Does anyone hear like world cup soccer? Does anyone like you like soccer? I love you, World Premier League soccer. So excited. When the when the most important of unimportant things came back, world premier soccer, I was so excited because finally I get to watch all those twenty-three year old men actually make their goals. <laughs> it's like the only place where twenty-three year old men are making goals. It's know it's in soccer. <laughs> they're not they're not doing it here. They're living with their, no, it's okay to live with your mom. Like, I'd like to be your mom. I, if anybody's, like, under 25 here and you think your parents are looking for a divorce, I am lonely. Like, I could be your stepmom, right? Don't you want me as your stepmom? I would be the coolest stepmom. Also, I've heard about all these tropes in uh, porn. And my question is, are the women in porn real stepmoms or just really good actresses? I don't know. But hey, I could be your stepmom. How cute is your dad? Does he look like Bruce Springsteen? All right, your next comedian. Uh, put your hands together. Oh, we'll do the other Luke. Put your hands together, everybody. Are you okay? Can you? Yeah? I'm not okay, but I'm ready. You're ready. Everybody, remember, we're, we're being clean. No F swears. Uh, put your hands together, everybody. For Luke Newman, yay! And there's more chairs. You guys can pull the chairs and do the things. Um, so the little condoms are back there behind
18: us. Where are the condoms? All right. Plastic bags. Oh, this is what I usually use for a condom anyway. <laughs> all right. I'm not okay. She asked me if I was okay. I'm not. But that's all right. But that's okay. This is weird. I feel this is weird. let the I'll let the plastic bag tell get it alright I don't know I don't fucking know okay okay how much so that's okay okay alright (laughs) Readjusting. I'm a white guy. What about what about substance? Okay. I'm a white guy. I thought no applause. Oh man. Okay. Oh, this is San Francisco. That's right. No booze. Okay. Thank you. Um, uh, but I was, I was raised in a predominantly African-American community. You guys may know it as the hood. East Oakland. Okay. All right. Anyone that knows specifics? Okay. Um, but it was hard. It was difficult. As it's, it was almost as difficult as getting through this set without saying the F word. <laughs> almost as difficult. Maybe this might be more difficult, but um, but I got I got uh, I got robbed a lot, and I don't think my my parents knew what they were getting me into and raising me there. You know, they then I don't think they knew understood. What was going on, you know? But they moved in there because it was cheap, you know. My parents were were uh, some of the OGs over there, original gentrifiers, <laughs> you know. Um, but I, I did I did get robbed a lot, you know. And people would always be like, oh, where are you from, white boy, you know? And uh, and I'd be like, man, you broke into my house. <laughs> I'm from my house. You know, where did you come from? <laughs> you know I don't know um, but yeah it's, it's hard being white in America oh yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> It's hard being white in America, all right, let me tell you it's hard being white, you know'cause we gotta we gotta we gotta deal with white guilt. You don't know any black people in the audience here. Uh, I can't. Are you the? Are you black? I can't see your 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 uh your. No, no, your your um, what is it? Uh, what is the word when when you with the light behind? No, silhouetted. You're silhouetted. I can't see you. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. So that's one. Anybody else? Okay then, shut the fuck up, all of you. Okay, that's the second one. I'm sorry. Come on. on.
2: Okay, I'm fighting you anyway.
18: All right. Okay, let's get let's. Okay, let's 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 veer into some less controversial uh, topics. Um, I'm sorry. I'm sorry for the f word. Oh, everybody. Ba- bands, you know? What's up with band names? <laughs> what are they doing, you know? Speaking into a plastic bag. Speaking into, I feel like there should be a sandwich. I'm talking to a sandwich over here. Um, the Doors, worst band name ever. We'll, we'll debate about that afterwards. Okay. So doors, okay, all right, okay. But the the smashing, the the fucking counting crows. Ah! Oh my God! Ah! That's it. All right, sorry guys. It's your third. Oh,
2: sorry. I I love you. I love you, Luke Newman. But you did three. You can't do. You're not allowed. Yeah, you can fuck swear. I mean, oh, she. See, you made me do it. You can do it when you're not on the mic, but you can't do it on the mic i was because you because you triggered me you triggered me (laughs) that was luke uh that was luke newman he's lovely we've had two luke's tonight that's so exciting we have one more uh guest set and then we're going to get into the longer sets uh your next comedian what a joy and a wonderment she is she used to be a cheerleader for the jets like so she is actually everything that I have always wanted to be with my entire life. Like, I, I always wanted to be a cheerleader, uh, and I always wanted to have a hot rack. You know what I mean? Like, I just always did. I'm, I'm sorry, um, Jen. I just always, um, I objectify everybody equally. That's because I'm a feminist, right? Yeah! Your next comedian she's such a funny lady and she's just so wonderful you guys are going to love her put your hands together for jen perez yay yay so condoms back there yeah you look so cute Thank you. There you yeah.
19: hi how's it going everybody uh, well, shit, I was going to start my set differently. Oh no, shit is No, Yo, Shit is fine. You can say shit on TV. It's okay. Okay. Oh, mierda. Mierda. I'm sorry. Mierda. <laughs> um pasar esto en otra manera. I'm sorry. Um I was going to start this in a different way and um but now I have to tell my Jets cheerleader joke, I guess. Um, I, uh, you know, I um, I used to be a Jets cheerleader. I know it's difficult to it's it's hard to believe, you know. Um, but yes, I was. Uh, and um, you know, when I w- when I became a Jets cheerleader, I thought, man, I'm, I'm going to make a lot of money. I'm going to get to perform with uh, all over the U.S. with the you know the players in the stadium and stuff. And, and th- that was not the case. And I thought maybe I'd bang some of the players or something. No, 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 none of that happened. That was not the case. I, I made hardly any money on the Jets. Um, I've made more money doing comedy than I have on the Jets. Um, that's that's all of $12. That's all of $12. Um I am originally from Jersey and um wow. yeah, I, I moved out here to Oakland 8 years ago and I think I'm starting to become a basic uh chick, I guess. Um I can't say puñya Punyata. Um but I'm basically, you know, I think I think I'm becoming a basic um gringa. Um <laughs> Uh, I uh, I drank um, I drink a, a can of rosé the other day. Um, I took a shower with no washcloth. Uh, I didn't put any lotion on. Um, but I, I have to apologize for my willow, my, my grandpa, my willow. He um, he calls every white man he meets John. John Hancock, John Cena, King cares John Cena? John Cleese, John Mayer, John Mayer. John Stamos, John Stamos, John Travolta, disco, disco. John Wayne, come lo John Wayne, come lo Um that's I apologize for my willow. Um, has anybody else reached the point of no return? Uh, meaning, uh, your sink is full of dirty dishes, and you're only. Washing a plate as an as an ad needed basis. Like, I need this plate right now. Um, yeah, you know I uh, I'm also becoming an animal, becoming an animal. I uh, I'm opening jars of peanut butter and I'm taking scoops out and I'm eating it and then I'm opening jars of jam because I'm too fucking lazy to buy bread. Ah, oh! oh. sorry, too lazy to buy bread. That's your first All right, no more. Escalado umbero is a Spanish term. Esqueleto um It means it means skinny dude or s- skinny like a skeleton dancing, right? Uh, um, but but unfortunately we can't use this phrase anymore. We can't use it. We have to bury it. See if we can resurrect it next year. Not even for Halloween um, because everyone's fat right now. Um, there's there's no more skinny people. Um, they disappeared with the pandemic. Um, anyways, uh, you know I el otro día tenía un deseo de comerme un sandwich cubano, pero un sandwich cubano y ordené el sandwich y Cuando me trajeron de salud, me pusieron que Peppini yo hablaba como si fuera la otra. Peppini yo no va pa el lado. Peppini yo va pa dentro, porque ella es la mujer de la casa. I'm sorry, that was uh, part of my Spanish set. Um, <laughs> um, man, what else can I say? Uh, how much time do I have? Oh, one minute. Oh, okay. Um, I guess I'll say this last joke. Um, should I? Oh, fuck. Now I forgot which one it is. All right. Uh, my grandma, she's always, she always wants me to um, move back to New Jersey. And my abuela, she's, you know, she's like, pero mija, you know, move back. When are you moving back? I said, abuela, I can't move back. I have a rent control department in Oakland, and it's a done deal. I'm, I'm never leaving. Uh, she goes, pero mija, what if you move back? You might meet a nice Hispanic man. Abuela, don't you remember? I tried that once before. It, it ended in divorce. So she says this in Spanish. She goes, te vas a vieja sola y con canas en el bollo, basically, um... She said, I'm going to end up old, with gray hairs on my vagina. I, I, Till this day, I have no idea how she knows I have gray hairs on my vagina. Um, (laughs) That's that's five hours away. Thank you so much. I'm Jen Perez.
2: Jen Perez, everybody. I also have gray hairs on my vagina. I'm 10 years older than she is, though, so it makes a lot more sense. All right. All right, we're moving right along. I'm super excited that you're all here today. Uh, there's still chairs. Chill in. If anybody wants to take. Oh, oh, no, you did. Oh my gosh. You're vacating. You're, you've vacated is the wrong word. You've, you're in the chairs now. What is it called? It's vacancy in vacant. Anyway, everybody's fine. We're all having a good time. I'm excited. Yay. We're all here, socially distanced, wearing our masks. Huzzah all right uh, your uh, your next comedian hey he's a lovely human being and I'm so excited that he's here he's super clean too like he's like he's like clean on the regs and he's like oh you're clean hey everybody we're doing comedy socially distanced you can hang across the street or you can they're like yeah we're cool. Yeah, Sunday Bathrobe Drinking Day, coming up soon. I love it. Uh, she's like kind of wearing a bathrobe, I do that too. Put your hands together, everybody, for your next comedian, Johnny Stein! Yay! So, um, condoms yes. back there, you're good, you're good. Yay! Yay! Okay.
20: Wow, wow, wow! What a long prep, okay. <laughs> Hello, wow, this Yay! is cool. This is so fun. Oh, man. Uh, you, Pam, you talked about... You, you, you said you were noticing guys by their butts. I, I hope that's been happening for me. My butt... It's good. You know, like... <laughs> I got one of those good ones. Uh, I hope people know. Uh, I feel like... I feel like locked down. I heard turn around, but, <laughs> you know, I may be avoiding it. You guys can take a look after. Um, i I feel like... Maybe this is like controversial oh I'm keeping my mask on because uh not you know, just because my I have a I have a cold sore. <laughs> and my mom said it's absolutely disgusting. <laughs> Which like when your disgust is like absolute, like it's hard to refute. So I don't want you guys to to suffer that. Um I I feel like lockdown has been the best thing for big fat phonies since divorce was legalized. You know? <laughs> Like, thank God we don't have to pretend to have any ambition anymore. That's been so nice. Oh, it's been great. I have, some things have happened during, during, during quarantine. Uh, I'm, you can call me Uncle Johnny. I am, uh, my sister is pregnant, which is cool. Um, It's it's like a shitty title to not have any say in, you know, I wish like... (laughs) I wish I could say like, "Oh, my sister had unprotected sex, and now I'm Professor Emeritus at Columbia University," <laughs> you know. <laughs> but just Uncle. <laughs> I have tried to pick up uh, other hobbies, like many of us probably have. I, I-, I uh, I've tried surfing, tried surfing, which is cool, uh, and I am not. <laughs> so that's been. <laughs> I wouldn't say like uh, like surfing's not for me, I would say like, I'm not for surfing, you know? Like it's, uh, I'm gay and Jewish. Like it's just like, that's like the most neurotic duo you could have. And surfing's all about like just sitting and waiting for the next, yeah. The last thing I need is like more time to think, you know? (laughs) That is the last thing I need. Yeah, I don't know. Like I just don't fit into the surf world like everyone who surfs, I'm gonna take my glasses off so I can see anything. Uh, <laughs> at all, uh, the 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 surf world, like, you know, it it it's crazy. Everyone who surfs, man, woman, otherwise, is all named Kelly. I can't believe everyone's name is Kelly. I can't believe it. I. I <laughs> but I want to fit in so bad, I I do, I want people to like, I want to be cool, of course, you know, so, so I was talking to a Kelly, I I was out on the water, I was talking to Kelly, and, and I had to pee so bad, I had to be so, I was like, what do I do, and he was like, oh, dude, just pee in the ocean, it's where the fish pee, (laughs) it's like, that logic doesn't make any sense to me at all, (laughs) you know, like, my dad has an enlarged prostate, I'm not peeing in his catheter, you know? like Just cause he's going. That joke, I actually asked ahead of time to my friends if that was too dirty and then I got here. <laughs> so <laughs> found out, no way. Uh, <laughs> not even close, not even close, Oh man. Yeah, The the worst thing about it was I didn't even catch a stupid wave. Like I didn't catch a one. I was just like out 40 feet in the water on some foam, like slowly getting a UTI, because I couldn't <laughs> fucking pee. Oh, that's the F word. Sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> Catheter's not, oh well. Uh, couldn't pee, couldn't pee. I, uh, <laughs> I've been trying to you know, revamp my, my romantic life, trying. It's gone a lot like that old saying, uh, once you go short, there's very little to report <laughs> you know uh very little to talk about i did go on a gay date to a sports bar and i would not recommend that <laughs> i was gay so i did it on purpose but it, it is not something i would push on to anyone like already a sports bar you know it it's like where men are so insecure about their masculinity and for a gay guy it's like that's like being a hypochondriac going on rounds. You know, like, I don't, <laughs> like, I don't need to see it right in front of me. You know? I don't. The guy I went on a date with, too, he was, like, one of the bros. You know, he was, like, a, he, he he was fine. It was fine. Uh, but he had, he made two really grave errors. Uh, the first one came up to me. He was like, oh, hey, buddy, you Johnny? So, buddy, if you don't know, is what all gay guys' dads say when they find them in heels Uh, (laughs) a lot of trauma connected to buddy uh and i'm not saying every gay guy like grows up and tries on heels uh but every gay guy has a heels moment you know like mine was uh mine was when i asked to watch coyote ugly for the third time that week (laughs) (laughs) my dad was like oh hey buddy you want to Maybe watch Jurassic Park. <laughs> and I was like, and Miss Piper Parabo uh, chasing her dreams as a songwriter to leigh and Rhymes? No way, father. Uh, <laughs> his second big error was he said, yo, I don't have any empathy. <laughs> Which, like... Which like already would have been a weird thing to say if I hadn't told him, and this is true, that my aunt died of cancer, and he responded with he has no empathy? Like, what the, what the hell? That's like, that is a classic white guy gets out of anything, you know? Like, sorry judge, uh, I have no empathy. (laughs) Oh, uh, please (laughs) move along. I don't even know why we're trying you. I, yeah, he just, I, I, I really didn't want to run into him again. I was so nervous I'd run into him again. And then uh, I did three months later, and of course I forgot his name, which was so bad because we had been dating during those three months. So I really, <laughs> who's got no empathy now? <laughs> Whatever your name is. Uh, I think that, I think that, uh, I think you guys, uh, I said I was short, you guys saw it from the beginning, you know, that's no secret, I'm not keeping it hidden, Uh, I think that short people deserve a little more respect, you know, we're trying our best out here, Uh, and I I know, I know, like, you guys don't think you don't like short people, I I know that, I know that, but I've got proof, Uh, on the news, I saw a story that this parishioner had passed away, and the news had the audacity to say he was small in stature but mighty in energy for the lord hi why the hell did you bring up his height <laughs> he's what what does that have to do you know like why? why he's dead why is the last thing you're saying about him that he couldn't reach journals, you know <laughs> i don't understand that one bit you know like that's I'm so scared that I'm going to die and my friends are going to be like, we could never find him in a crowd, but we could always find him in our hearts, you know? <laughs> <laughs> it's such a, like, it's just, they're, they're just, they're just opposites, you know? Like, that's, it's, they're, oh, you know, he's, he's small, but he's got a big personality. That's, there's that nothing to do with each other, you know? It's like, co blue, code blue, she's curvy, but she's flatlining, you know? <laughs> Nothing to do uh I, i i live i live at home uh i live at home i live at home with my parents thank you very much thank wow okay you guys are much more supportive than my parents uh my my garage is full of uh things that i once owned that is now theirs uh it's I never thought, you know, filling out the 2010 census form that I would be on my parents' 2020 <laughs> census form. It's too bad. The living at home is, is it's a big game of um, hide your orgasm. <laughs> and apparently everyone's playing. Um, yeah, yeah, I, uh, morning of my mom's birthday, I, I, uh, I thought I had heard something. Uh, it was it was just a few grunts but then the TV turned off and my mom said, "Well I guess we can go on with our day <laughs> Oh <laughs> yeah which is it's nice to know at least you know that my parents' sex life is uh, just as bad as mine <laughs> uh, thank you guys so much I really appreciate it.
2: Johnny Stein, everyone, yes,
14: yes,
2: so clean, so funny, so beautiful. Your next comedian, Lauren, you want to come on up, yeah, she's one of my favorite people in San Francisco, I'm so glad that she's out and about again after the COVID times, you are, she's so funny, uh, I've, I've loved her for many years, She's she's been in this longer than I have, <laughs> You guys are going to love the comedy of your next comedian. Put your hands together for Lauren Kraut. Yay. Thank you. Yay!
9: Oh, <laughs> it, it bites back. Hello. Um, can you see me? I should come out here. I'd like to begin uh, by expressing my sincere appreciation to the Roman Empire for inventing French toast with maple syrup. Yeah, they were the first to take their bread and dip it in some beaten egg with cinnamon and then fry that mother (laughs) in butter. Forget about inventing aqueducts or the Roman calendar, French toast. Why is it called French toast, I hear you ask? Because Roman toast was already taken, that's why. We don't have this now. It fell out of public favor around 72 BC, but Roman toast, oh, Roman toast was bread dipped in cat saliva (laughs) with a pinch of nutmeg and then fried to perfection in a vat of jealousy and ambition, (laughs) also served with maple syrup. Shortly thereafter, the Romans invented brunch and the rude waiter. <laughs> okay, Marcus and Tony, so you got 10 minutes to eat and get out. What do you want to order? Yes, that's right. Ancient Rome sounded just like Brooklyn, New York. <laughs> you got a problem with that? I think we find stuff in the most unlikely places, don't you? Like loose change under the seats on the school bus. Ooh, 47 cents. Like rainbows and clouds. Or compassion from an NRA lobbyist. <laughs> the other day I found courage at the bottom of a bottle of Jack Daniels. <laughs> Wasn't even looking for it. <laughs> there it was. I was looking for oblivion.
1: <laughs>
9: Couldn't find any of that. But courage, bravado, false hopes and fake confidence, that shit is just a wash in whiskey. I also discovered mediocrity at the post office. You think you'd have to go to the DMV for that? Nope. And today, right behind the Frosted Flakes with some leftover enthusiasm. It must have been there a while because it was looking a little worn out. It was going like this, there, okay. That's a Tony the Tiger joke, you don't see those too often. What is it about being tucked in? You know how babies are swaddled and little kids get tucked in for the night? Well, I'm a grown ass woman in her fucking 60s and I tucked myself into bed last night. That. Oh shit, I did. <laughs> it's okay, you can say shit. Sorry, Fine. I thought I had run- ironed those out. <laughs> Well, anyway, I'm just rocking the sophisticated senior shit. That's why. (laughs) And let me tell you, it was like being back in my mother's womb. All safe and warm, a tad claustrophobic and no Wi-Fi, but rent free and all the amenities of a fine Motel 6. Hey, Ma, turn up the volume. I'm digging this coal train. Everyone should have little tucked in breaks scattered throughout the day, don't you think? And time permitting? We could nap afterwards. Time for my two o'clock tuck. See you bitches in an hour. I like it. I'm going to take it to HR. If only I had a job. <laughs> Faces are amazing. People say, she has a kind face. He's distinguished looking. She looks just like her cat. <laughs> but what if we could see each other's hearts? not the actual whole bloody thing, no that's gross, but the spirit and soul of each person. Because there's no deception there. You can't hide an evil soul. Why Margaret, you're absolutely glowing this afternoon. I can see right through to your shallow vindictive nature." (laughs) To which Margaret replies, yes Lauren and I can see your fragile hold on reality is beginning to lose its grip. People would know the real you immediately. Can you imagine such honesty in the world? You are saying, yes, you absolutely would go out with me, but that heart of yours is twisting itself into a knot. I don't know. I tell you, we wouldn't be in the problem we're having now if we could have seen candidate Trump's spirit and soul. That's not a heart, that's a dried-up prune. Well, I'm not voting for him. See how easy it would have been? You ever get high and zone out on your mother's name? (laughs) Evelyn. Evelyn. Who are you? And why did you procreate? You evil sorcerer, you. (laughs) Trying to take over the world with your neurotic, Jewish, anorexic, clinically depressed, slightly suicidal excuse for a daughter? How is that supposed to help? Oh, wait, that's me. (laughs) You ever get high and think, is it angel food cake or angel food cake? (laughs) And why not just angel cake? We don't say pumpkin food pie, do we? You ever get high and say, this shit is funny. I'm going to write it down. <laughs> yeah, right? And then you find it later and wonder when the cat learned to draw. <laughs> yeah, I like to write when I'm stoned. I go to different places. One of them, self-confidence land, is so rare and unexpected, I hyperventilate whenever I'm there actually feel good about myself right now oh god i can't breathe and it appears that i'm headed to witty and cleverville though sometimes the signs point in that direction but when i get there i find a black hole with a note saying are you kidding me i i cut the out of that one one minute okay what do i end with uh Okay, I'll leave you with this. Have you ever asked yourselves, why am I even here? What am I doing on this earth? I like to think I'm making a difference. Nobody wants to just take up space. No, we want our lives to be meaningful. We want to contribute something. We want people to say, there goes Lauren Kraut. If it wasn't for her, I'd be home watching Law & Order, eating pudding with my fingers. Thanks very much, and thanks for supporting Mutiny Radio. Yay! Lauren, amazing. Thank you. Thank you so much. Here we go. Oh, it's perfect. Lauren
2: Kraut, everyone. Yes! Yes! How much do we love Lauren Kraut? Yes! She's actually uh, one of the feature comedians next Wednesday on the Asiento show. You can see Asiento. We, like, we can point to them, like, as the crow flies right over there. And she is on next Wednesday's show along with Tony Sparks. So that's very exciting, and I'm super excited for that. Yay, excited, excited, excited things. Yay. Sierra, you up or Brady, you up? Which, uh, Sierra gave me the thumbs up, so she's going to do it because she's going to tape her set. Oh, yeah. That means... Clap even more wildly than you do and express yourself in such a slappy, clappy-like way. Because your next comedian, what a joy and wonderment she is. I've known her for like, ever. Put your hands together for Ciara Hager, yay!
21: Hey right, guys, how we living? No, how are we living? What is happening? It's the end of the world. Oh my god, I'm so depressed. Is anyone so depressed? All of us. So depressed. Um my husband of seven years moved out like three weeks ago. Uh and that was like just a couple weeks after my grandma, who she like raised me, um, she died in my arms. Uh, and that's not a joke, that's just the year I've had. Um, and then I was driving down Valencia Street in my car, um, and I saw this like restaurant, and the restaurant had a sign. And the sign said, Salad Lounge. And I just feel like, like especially right now, like all we have is each other and just like the connect, like these like human moments, right? Um, and the human spirit is so pure and beautiful and fragile. Uh, and I just like I whatever. I guess I'll tell jokes in a second, but I just wanted to say to you guys, like, there's no such thing as a <laughs> stiletto. sleep i just don't like i just don't like i don't sleep i do wake up every single morning at five in the morning uh and so now there's just like there's that like cycle of like i just i haven't i really i really haven't slept in like maybe a week um and so i'm like really stressed out every time i have to go to bed and like melatonin and like sleepy time tea and i take the shower and i light the candles and and yeah and just like everything um and then I like finally lay down. I'm like, okay, I'm calm. I'm just gonna just drifting off to sleep. And then it's just me, uh, and my inner monologue. And my inner monologue is Fran Dresher. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like Hello, gorgeous. Good evening. Hello, it's me and a monologue. Come on. <laughs> We're going to begin this evening with some relaxation <laughs> techniques. It's very important that you sleep. <laughs> so we're going to breathe. We're going to breathe in for one, two, three, four. And Kegel, ha! And release, release. Do three, four. You have failed to fall asleep. You are now approaching the brink of your emotional precipice. <laughs> you will <won't> die alone. <laughs> I was in Cincinnati and I drove past this store uh, and the store had a sign. And the sign said two things, two words. It said pet people. It's like, you should not do that. (laughs) No, I realized immediately, it's not a verb. It's not, you know, pet. It's not two pet people, right? Uh, No, it's a noun. It's pet people. And I thought, finally, a job for me. (laughs) I'm hairy. I'm needy. (laughs) If a a young middle-class person wants to clean up my shit... I'm going to sing you guys some songs. Uh, This first song is just about me and my life. Uh, It goes, uh, let's see, teenage mutant Barbra Streisand. (laughs) This is another song about my life. It's like semi-autobiographical. It's like, I got sunburned on a cloudy day. (laughs) White girl, white girl, Uh uh-huh. Uh, This is a song about my apartment that I wrote, it goes Upstairs, neighbors, vacuum all the time Vacuum all the time, vacuum all the time (laughs) Yes